Albert Einstein once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. As we go through this episode, I want you to keep in mind that you are unique and so too are your skills. And that's something we need to remind ourselves when we fall into the pits of comparisonitis. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together, let's find your unique balance. Hello, Balancers. Today's BTS is all about how comparison can be our downfall and, as it's famously said, the thief of joy. I'm sure you guys know what I mean when I say comparisonitis, but basically it's that crippling internal narrative we let run rampant in our own mind that literally stops us from seeing or being our best balanced selves. I want you to think or bring to mind a recent time that you've fallen into this. Maybe it was your abilities at work or in a professional capacity, how you look versus somebody else online or how you dress. Maybe it was the rate at which someone else has succeeded over you. Now I'm going to share with you three harsh truths about comparison and I want you to keep that recent event top of mind as we go through this. The first harsh truth about comparison is that it puts the focus on the wrong person. The reality is you can control only one life and that is yours. But when we constantly compare ourselves to others, we are wasting and literally diverting our energy, focusing on other people's lives rather than our own. It's actually quite counterproductive when you think about it, given that when we fall into this comparison, more often than not, what we're comparing ourselves to is something we want. Yet by giving it that attention through a comparison lens, we're taking away the energy from pushing ourselves to get there or to achieve that thing because we're just too busy sitting and worrying about what other people are doing. The second harsh truth is that comparison often results in resentment. That's resentment towards others and towards yourself. So you might find yourself currently avoiding a person that you've been comparing yourself to or a situation as a result, or creating distance from something you could actually probably learn from. This is unfortunately where our ego kicks in and we act out of spite and not from love. The third harsh truth is that comparison deprives us of joy. The reality is comparing yourself often adds no value, meaning or fulfillment to our lives. They purely, as we said in the first harsh truth, distract us from it. I'm going to ask you a serious question. Have you ever compared yourself to somebody and felt better about it? Better about yourself or even better about them? I can certainly and honestly say that I haven't. Interestingly, And this is something I've always felt, but I'm glad I found a study that actually backs it up. So a review of studies on social media and depression found that comparing yourself to others online, particularly on Facebook, is more likely to leave you feeling depressed than when you do so offline. So we're talking about two forms of comparisonitis here. One, when you compare yourself to people online versus offline. Lancaster University researchers analyzed studies from 14 countries with 35,000 participants Between the ages of 15 and 88, their findings highlighted a strong link between depression and rumination, which is basically that all too familiar practice of rolling over online experiences in our mind long after we've logged out. It's so interesting because I find when I'm on social media and I am literally just scrolling unintentionally, so I have no intention of being online, I've literally just fallen into the trap of scrolling. This is exactly how I feel. 
I may see lifestyles or people that I put complete focus on. Even if those people have things that I want or I'm striving for, I end up falling into this vortex where I feel like I'm just desiring what they have rather than critically thinking about how I can also achieve that. And so of these three harsh truths, it's very likely you've experienced or maybe even are currently experiencing many of them firsthand in your life too. The truth is, how can we even start to talk about balance or feel balanced or grounded within ourselves if we're stuck in comparisonitis? There are a few ways that we can actually begin to catch ourselves when falling into comparison and to reframe it and use it in a positive way. And there's a reason this is really important because I think we need to accept that comparison is one of the ways that we like to judge ourselves. We don't need to add shame, guilt or criticism to a natural desire that I think sometimes is just a human emotion. The trick, however, is not to tune too much into this comparison. We need to start seeing it for what it is, which is just the way our brain likes to work to kind of measure how we're going. But it's not always the truth and it's not always useful. And that's why we need to evaluate it. So I think the first step is to not actually add that additional stress or pressure on yourself. Don't judge yourself for comparing, but take a step back and look at it critically before you start to attach to it and let that emotion that makes you feel pretty crappy kick in. A way we can start to look at this is the concept of appreciation over competition. So when we feel that comparison starts to kick in, more often than not, as I sort of said before, it's because we desire the outcome or achievement of somebody else and we want that for ourselves. So when that feeling comes up, of course, we're going to not judge ourselves and then we're going to use it as a moment to become more curious with ourselves and question what is it about this person or their lifestyle or their success that we really want. When we take moments like this that are seemingly negative, right? You might think when on earth would a situation where I'm comparing myself be a good thing, be positive, but when we can use it in a way to kind of look inwards into ourselves and critically analyze why we're feeling the way we're feeling rather than just attaching and claiming those feelings as our own, you can actually really learn firstly more about yourself and secondly, That might prompt you to look at that person's journey or lifestyle and see how you can also walk that path. I also like doing this because it reminds me that everybody started where you once were. And I find that's quite a humbling experience and it helps you really appreciate where other people have succeeded to or ended up. I think the last thing to remind yourself when we're talking about comparison artists is that nobody's perfect. I want you to think about how much of your life you actually share online. Because I know this is probably the realm that most of us are comparing ourselves to. Now, if you feel like you share 1%, 3%, 5%, 10%, even 20% of your life, it is the minority. And I can guarantee you, you're probably not sharing your hardest times, your lowest moments, your most emotional experiences online. And even if others are sharing that, it's not the full picture. You would literally need someone following another person around and vlogging their life 24 seven to get the full picture of somebody else's life. And so what do we all do? We share our best moments online and there's nothing wrong with that. But when we fall into comparisonitis, we do need to remind ourselves that it is a highlights reel because it's not constructive to be measuring or taking our lowest moment in our real life and comparing that to somebody online who's sharing probably one of their best moments. So remember, nobody's perfect. A final thing I want to offer and almost like a little bit of a challenge to you guys as well is when you are falling into comparisonitis and you have extended that compassion for yourself, step one, step two, 
worked out what it is about this experience that you actually desire or that you're wanting to achieve for yourself, you can actually, in a really beautiful way, consider your past self. So the only person you should be comparing yourself to is your past self. We all want to progress and achieve more in life, grow more into our authentic selves, understand more about ourselves. Your true progress should be measured only against your own personal growth. How do you see your progress based off where you've come from and where you want to go? There are so many factors and combination of experiences, even your own personal values that have led you to this exact moment where you are right now, that it would almost be unfair on yourself to expect that you would have exact same success as somebody else, maybe who's your age or went to your school or went to the same uni class as you. Everyone is on their own trajectory and the only person you should be comparing yourself to is your past self. One thing I think is really hard and I know it's it's really tough to often praise ourselves or have that compassion for ourselves, but it's so important when it comes to this whole dilemma of comparisonitis because I would put a 100% guarantee on the fact that you have something in this moment or you're doing something or you've achieved something that your past self would have wanted. And that in itself is growth is and should be success in your mind. We often forget that when we set ourselves that goalpost, we've achieved and hit that milestone. We get to that goalpost and we just set a new goal or end point. And we never really stop to remember that at one moment in time, this is exactly where you want it to be. So next time you compare yourself, get in the habit of extending yourself compassion, turning inward and understanding what it is about the person or situation that you actually are desiring and see if there's something you can reflect on to remind yourself or compare yourself with, a, with your past self that potentially wanted something that you want now, which also serves as a really nice reminder that you are growing and you are capable to achieve whatever it is that you like. Now, if you've got a friend or family member who seriously needs to appreciate their success and progress, I want you to send them this episode. Sometimes we have those high performers, high achievers in our lives or quiet achievers even, who don't realize how incredible they are. And on top of that, if there's somebody who compares themselves to other people and you find they really struggle with comparisonitis, then do share this episode with them. You guys know that knowledge is great, but it's even better when we share it. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, please jump over to Apple or Spotify and leave us a review or rating. I love reading all of your beautiful thoughts and it's such a great way for me to connect with you all. Our Instagram is also in the show notes if you want to link up with us there. But otherwise, I'll see you on Monday for another guest episode. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.